0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place.
3: You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour one on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, the popular J.J. Reddick will join us coming up a little bit. We were going to have J.J. on last week. And I said, no, let's have him on the day after Joel Embiid faces the Joker. And then maybe we can talk about who's going to be the MVP. And all of a sudden, we thought, that'll be great timing. Yeah, one slight problem. Joel Embiid did not play. I know that they said he has an injury, but it's probably load management. And you got to go back to... It's probably Bill Walton back in the mid-70s that an MVP has missed this many games. As much as we want to give it to Joel Embiid now, the Joker does play. He puts up great numbers. His team has the best record in the West. And you got to factor that in. Joel Embiid was a no-show. And he might be injured. But you know what? This is what basketballs presented us with. We know now that guys just take nights off. It's load management. I don't know if this is load management or not and maybe it's not fair to Joel Embiid but I don't really care. This is this is what you want. Your chance to win an MVP and do it. Okay? Joker played in Philadelphia and Embiid had an unbelievable night. Embiid needed to play last night in Denver and Joker had a great night. They had, you know, there was no James Harden there, but this is what we want. You got a chance here. And Joel Embiid's a wonderful player. But I don't know if he's played more than 68 games in a season in his career. He's had a lot of injuries. I know that they want to get him ready for the playoffs. This goes back to Kawhi Leonard, goes back to the Spurs. You know, they were the first team where Greg Popovich said, I don't care what our seeding is. I want my guys ready to play in the playoffs. Because the bottom line is, I'm playing, I'm coaching for the fans. We want to win. And then it caught on. And Kawhi Leonard, have he ever played 65, 70 games, to be like, all right. And yes, I feel bad for fans who go to a game going, I think they might play tonight. And that's not fair to them. And the commissioner can't do anything about it. But last night, I wanted to see those two show down. And if you said I, if you have an MVP vote, I would give it to the Joker. I think he's been consistent throughout. His team has been consistent throughout. I think he... You know, he's put up incredible numbers, the value that's there when he's on the floor and not on the floor, and he plays. I think he's missed seven or eight games, maybe six or seven games this year. But I wanted Joel Embiid to play last night. Maybe he is injured, but basketball brought this upon itself because we never know now. You're out. How long are you out for? I don't know. Hey, you're going to play. You're not going to play. Anthony Davis, you're going to play? No, I don't play back-to-back. Kawhi, oh my God, Kawhi. Eh, he's not going to play for a little while. Kyrie, I, I don't know. I mean, LeBron, I think that injury might need surgery in the offseason. I mean, I, he said he rolled his ankle, and I said, no, he didn't. It's more severe than that, and we've seen. It took him a little bit longer to come back. But now we're going to give credit because you play? I, man, that's hard to do. Hey, we're going to give you the MVP because you have played. Okay. Or you're not going to get the MVP because you didn't play. I mean, is that what it comes down to? And maybe it does. I asked DraftKings the odds prior to the game and the odds right now of MVP. Joel Embiid was a big favorite yesterday. He's not as big of a favorite right now. It's actually a little bit tighter here with the Joker and Giannis. And the Joker just came off a game against Giannis. They played well. Got Brooke Lopez, who might be the defensive player of the year in foul trouble, put up big numbers. Like, that's what you want. I want my MVP to earn the MVP, not back into it. Hey, I'm pacing myself for the postseason. Okay. But I was disappointed in that. And not that they're playing for me, but I'm a basketball fan. Like, that was appointment viewing. I wanted to watch those two play. And I don't know if it swings any votes there. And I know I'm old school. And I know, hey, you know, I want players to get as much money, extend their careers. I want all of those things. But, man, I want you to play against each other.
4: Yes, Eden? Right, there's like, I don't even know that it has to do with being old school. You could be somebody like myself. I support load management. Like you said, I want careers to extend and be longer, but there's certain games that you're supposed to play. Yeah. And a marquee matchup like that isn't, isn't the one that you're supposed to be like, mm, not tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. But the NBA strategy is the opposite. Why burn Embiid against Jokic? And that's what, what's his name? Popovich used to do. He would rest his players in the big games and say, like, I'll see him in the playoffs. It's almost like counter. I'm going to rest him again in, in the big one so he's not. Those are like double minutes.
3: But then is the MVP important to Joel Embiid? And if it's not, then don't give it to him. If he
0: doesn't care about it. Jokic Jokic had 25 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists, and two turnovers.
3: Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter. It goes out every day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Wraps up everything on the show and also gives you a heads up on some of the great things that we have in store for you. 877-3DP Show. Email address DP at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle is at DP Show. Operator Tyler standing by. Uh, do you have that uh, some of those numbers, Paulie? I was looking for.
0: Fewest amount of games by a, a person who a player that won the MVP. Technically it's Carl Malone, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, forty-nine games, but that was a strike short in Seaton, so you throw that out. Bill Walton, seventy-seven, seventy-eight, fifty-eight games. He won the MVP. LeBron James in 2011 and 12, which I think might have been his last MVP, he played 62 games.
3: How many games? So Embiid has missed 14 or 16 games.
0: He's on pace for like 68 games, I think. Okay.
3: Yes. So do you think that's the kind of thing where the league looks at doing a minimum number of games to be eligible? Yes. And this is what I brought up, you know, with the commissioner. I said, how about you have a minimum number of games? You know, a few things that I brought up to the commissioner a couple of uh, months ago. But, you know, that's one of them. I, I just, do I have to incentivize you to play? You've got a guaranteed contract. And I'm all for guaranteed contracts. But, you know, after a while when you go, hey, are you playing tonight? Ah, I don't know. It just feels like that's that's how the NBA is. Ah, I don't know. Ah, tweak something. I don't want you to play through a serious injury or maybe risk a serious injury, but man, did I want that. And I'm sure I'm being selfish here, but so what? We are as fans. We want to see things. You want to see the matchup. You want to see that guy versus that guy. You want to see the, the matchups where you go, okay, game on the line, MVP on the line. Now, I don't agree that it should have been the MVP on the line, but I think it would go a long way in saying, you know, there's your MVP because we made a big deal about Embiid and he dominated the Joker last time in Philadelphia. Okay, that's in Philadelphia. Now this time around in Denver, let's see what the Joker does in return. But Embiid might win the MVP based off what he did to the Joker the last time they played. What did he put up? 47? Had a triple-double, I think? Yeah, Paul?
0: I looked at a stat. 20 years ago, there was... 40 players in the NBA who average 37 minutes or more per game during the season. This year, there are none who average more than 37.
3: We'll talk to J.J. Reddick. Matt Damon. Matt Damon will join us. The movie is Air. It has to do with the recruitment of Michael Jordan going to Nike. And Matt Damon is uh, one of the leads in this. He plays Sonny Vaccaro. Um, So we'll talk to him coming up a little bit later on. South Carolina, Virginia Tech go to the women's Final Four the NFL meetings, GMs and coaches were speaking. And I don't think it was calculated. I don't think it was organized, but there were a lot of people on social media who thought Lamar Jackson sends out a tweet yesterday where he says, hey, I requested a trade on March 2nd. And the timing of that with John Harbaugh meeting with the media at the meetings, and this is minutes later. So he puts that out and then John Harbaugh I don't think, realizes that tweet is out there. And here is uh, John Harbaugh, the Ravens head coach, talking about the tweet from his quarterback.
0: I haven't seen the tweet. It's an ongoing process. Uh, I'm I'm following it very closely, just like everybody else is here. And uh, looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited. Thinking about Lamar all the time. Thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea. And uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back to football. I'm confident that's
3: going to happen. All righty there. (laughs) Coach, uh, I have the tweet. Do you want to see it? Coach, when did you find out that Lamar wanted to be traded? Oh, you know, that's private. I can't talk about it. Well, he is. Maybe you you guys should, too. Man, this is odd. I hope he goes to another team. I do. Because I do think he's been handling this in a professional manner. Now, we don't know who's helping him here. Maybe that's part of the problem. But this didn't go public until now. Now, was it calculated that we're going to have it now where the media's there with the coach or the GM or the owner? Maybe. But I don't think somebody was there going, three, two, one, send a tweet. That's just nobody's that organized. Well, we've been critical of Lamar not being organized. Now he's organized with his tweets? But, uh, 24 hours ago, it was like Lamar and his mom, they don't know
4: what they're doing. And now all of a sudden, they're super secret operatives that can execute a plan with precision timing. I know.
3: Yeah, like some diabolical plan. Like, okay, ready? And then then John Harbaugh's there going, you know, it's private. We think about him all the time. We love him. And, of course, he's great. And then all these other coaches saying, oh, we have no interest in Lamar. Like the, the Dolphins. Okay, you have no interest. Um, I, think, uh, shouldn't I, you? I wouldn't <laughs> trust anybody right now. Zero. Because there is no reason for you to tell me the truth. What if Mike McDaniel said, uh, yeah, you know, we're interested in Lamar? That, that doesn't go well with Tua and everything that's going on there. The Jets. How about the Jets? Hey, you know, a backup plan—we could always go from L- Lamar. Okay, now you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers' sensitive personnel. Are you want to do that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe anybody that any anything they're, that they're saying. I just wouldn't, because there's no reason to tell us the truth. I'm always interested in how they go about not telling us the truth. And then Bill Belichick—who would have thought? He was actually asked about, why should you feel, you know, good about moving forward? And the guy who's always moving forward, looking forward to, looked backwards.
0: What would you say to them to give them a reason to be optimistic for what's ahead for the Patriots?
3: The last 25 years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did did Belichick go scoreboard? (laughs) Uh, 25 years. Uh, okay, but that doesn't help us moving forward, Coach. Respectfully, yes. I think
4: I, think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. that's basically what. He's yeah, saying. 25. Years. I think I know what
3: I'm doing. Uh, new PXG Gen 6 golf clubs deliver great quality, blazing fast ball speeds, and outstanding distance. Game changing forgiveness. I change my clubs. You can too. Visit pxg.com or call eight four four PLAY PXG to learn more. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Seton, got a poll question today.
4: I sure do, Dan. All right. Uh, we could start with the hottest topic of the day. The timing of Lamar
3: Jackson's tweet mm. was perfectly executed or a coincidence. <laughs> Who thinks that this was executed? Paulie does?
0: I'm almost embarrassed to say that I'm sticking with this. I, I feel like Lamar had like a reporter he knew there saying Harbaugh's about to go talk and timed it out. Mm. I, I'm not a big coincidence guy. But what's the benefit of it? Awkwardness, But what's the benefit? He's. Pro- I think Lamar Jackson's upset with Harbaugh and the team and said, okay, you're about to go talk. I'll drop this one on you five minutes before you go. Hmm. Maybe. He, he does control his own. It appears that he completely controls his own social media. I don't know. I, th- I think it was on purpose.
3: Yeah, I can't all of a sudden give him credit for having this uh, well-thought-out, organized plan here. Yes, Eaton. I think the timing of it from the standpoint of doing it during the meetings
4: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely, that's yeah. when you would drop something like that. But to do it, you know, minutes <laughs> within Harbaugh saying he's the starter. It's like, like, there's just Wouldn't there's you no love way. it
3: if there was a reporter and he had a like a little earpiece or something? you would be like, "All right, ready." And yeah. Yeah, the eagle has Wait. landed. He's, the eagle he, has he, landed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's here. He's he's here. He's ready. He's ready. Three, two, one. Hit send. Hit send. Send. Yes, Todd.
5: To Paulie's point, though, the meetings are going on until Wednesday. So he could have done that anytime if he wanted to get it out there while everyone's meeting. Could have been today, could have been tonight, could have been tomorrow morning. But it is bizarre that it happened right when it
3: did. I, I hope he goes to another team. And a couple of teams, like the Patriots, you're irrelevant. In that division, everybody's getting better, and you're not. I'd certainly go after Lamar Jackson. Even, you know, Meek Mill is uh, trying to help Robert Kraft. And you know, assist him in getting. You know, Robert Kraft helped get Meek Mill out of uh, prison. So no, he's trying to help Robert Kraft get out of prison, quarterback prison. Hey, get Lamar Jackson in there. All right. If I'm if I'm the Jets, I at least have talked about this privately. If I'm the Colts, absolutely, absolutely. If I'm the Falcons, absolutely. But as it is right now, I wonder if he is going to hold out. All right, we'll take a break. J.J. Redick will join us coming up. Who's his MVP? Did last night have any impact on his vote? We'll take a break. Get to your phone calls coming up. Back after this Dan Patrick show. So I got my new clubs and uh, the PXG Gen 6 golf clubs. They check all the boxes. So you get distance, unmatched forgiveness. You got great sound. You know, that's what stood out to me yesterday. I was hitting some balls in the simulator, and you just hear. It sounds crisp. Sounds solid. Effortless. And that usually doesn't happen with me. PXG Gen 6 clubs, they'll change your game. And you know what I love? The fitting is a little over two hours. And they take you through wedges all the way up to your driver, even your putter, custom fitted to match your swing speed, dial in with the correct loft. Uh, club head, shaft, amplify your performance, lower your scores, no matter your skill level. They're not trying to change your swing. They're trying to give you a club to accommodate what your swing is. They make clubs that will make golf fun. And really, that's what it's all about. Schedule your Gen 6 fitting now. PXG.com. Call 844-PLAY-PXG and learn more. PXG.com. PXG.com. Tell them we sent you.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for
3: details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Bet $5 to win $150 in bonus bets at DraftKings.com. New customers, don't wait. Throw down at least 5 bucks on any pregame money line for the chance to win $150 in bonus bets at DraftKings.com. He's the ESPN NBA analyst, J.J. Redick, joining us on the program. Good to see you again. What impact did last night's game with Denver and Philadelphia have on your vote for MVP?
6: It actually didn't have any impact, and that's unfortunate because I really felt like had Joel Embiid in played, it would have it given a little more clarity to the situation. Look, Joel has, I think, two more chances to really put his stamp on the MVP. Philly has a game against Boston and another game against Giannis in Milwaukee, so he still has two opportunities to, I think, sway some people here. But as of right now, I, I look, it's it's a deadlock between those three guys for me.
3: Yeah, I'm just disappointed as a basketball fan because this is what you want. And I know that it's, you know, there, there's probably load management here. But, you know, this is what the NBA has given us, JJ. Like, we, we know that these things happen. I don't know how serious this injury is. I don't know how much it mattered that he was going to have this game in Denver after he smoked, you know, the Joker in Philadelphia. But as a fan, you know, it's hard to have appointment viewing anymore during the regular season. That's
6: fair I, I will say this I I know Joel very well I played with him for two seasons we're we're uh very close friends and, and I know how much this matters to him this particular word, it does and if he could have played last night he would have played I I, I believe that I do feel for the fans I, I feel for anybody who uh is a a fervent supporter and viewer of the NBA that we don't always get to see the matchups that we want to see on a nightly basis because of some, somewhat because of load management, but also, look, injuries are up. The game is played in a different way. I mean, look, Dan, we have this uh, second spectrum tracking data, cameras in every arena, right? We've had that for 10 years. We've got 10 years of data. And over the course of time, in those 10 years, essentially the court has gotten 20% bigger. That's 20% more area that a player has to cover. The pace is up significantly, so you're doing more on a basketball court. You're covering more space. You're doing it faster. Transition is up. Uh, you know the the three pointers are up, which means you have to guard further out, and and so I think it it some of it is load management, and some of it is legitimate injuries. Yeah.
3: Well, and look, Embiid is just getting the brunt of it because it's right now. He's a wonderful player, and you can give him the MVP. I just. There's value in showing up, and he's missed, what, 14 games this year? I don't know how much that impacts the voters here, but it was just more of a fan. I was disappointed that I didn't get to see it because I want him him to earn it. I want him to win it. I don't want him to back in where we go, "Eh, you know, he missed like 17 games and uh, Jokers team's best record in the way like all of those things. Because I voted before and got criticized because I voted Jordan every year. And then people say, what about the year Barkley had or Carl Malone? I go, yeah, but Mike's going to win the championship. So I, I valued guys who were going to play and I knew they were going to win, whether that was fair or not in my mind, how do I equate? What is value to you? What is value to me?
6: Well, I I think it's very subjective. And I do think the criteria does change year to year. Um, People talk about narrative in sports all the time. Narratives are actually based in fact. Narrative is simply storytelling. That's all it is. And and so I think the narrative of what the MVP means in a particular season is different in prior seasons. And I don't think we can look at historical precedences when voting on this year's MVP or next year's MVP. We have to ask ourselves, who was the most valuable player this season? And it's very clear it's three guys. You bring up the point about games missed. Look, Giannis sat out last night. Yeah. That was his 16th game missed. Yep. There's been one player in NBA history who has missed 15 or more games in one MVP. That was Bill Walton who missed 24 games in 1978. Here's the other thing about Giannis. His personal win percentage went on the court this year is 74.6. There's been seven times in NBA history where a guy's averaged 30 a game and had a personal win percentage of 75% or better. Six of those times the guy won the MVP. So how do we talk about these games missed in the modern era, in this, in today's NBA? It's unrealistic to expect any player, I'm sorry, any player, any player, much less an MVP, to play 80, 81, 82 games. It's not going to happen. This is the new norm. Unless the schedule changes, unless we reduce the games, this is what's going to happen. And so we kind of have to look at it through that lens, I think. And look, Jokic... Uh, he to me, he's been the front runner. There was a two-week stretch there where Denver was awful, yeah. and Joel made this incredible push in March. Ten straight games of thirty or more shooting, uh, fifty or more, fifty percent or better from the field. Like it's a three-man race. They're all deserving, and to me, I, I found out over the weekend. I'm going to have a vote. It's going to come down to the last few days of the regular season. I'm, I'm looking at Giannis's personal win percentage. I'm looking at how many games he misses, how many games Joel misses. I'm looking at Denver's record. That stuff matters.
3: We're talking to J.J. Redick, ESPN NBA analyst. I I think there's voter fatigue. I think that happens. I think think it happened with Jordan. I think they were looking for a new story. Whether it's fair or not, Barkley win it, Malone winning, and they were great those years. I think there's voter fatigue with Jokic. I, I really believe they're going, do we want to put him in there with Bird, Wilt, and Bill Russell? And do we factor in what he doesn't do in the playoffs, J.J.? Well, look, I'll push back on that a little bit, Dan, Mm -hmm. it's not what Jokic doesn't do. It's clearly
6: not what Jokic doesn't do. I mean, this is a guy who, over the course of his playoff career, has averaged 25, 10, and 6. Last year against Golden State, a top-two defense, he averaged 31, 13, and 6 on 57% shooting from the field. It's not what he does in the playoffs. Let's just acknowledge Jokic has yet to have an all-star teammate. And certainly he has talented teammates, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon's having a fantastic season. But some of this is on his teammates. Like, that, that's that's the nature of our sport. Yeah. And, and so he's simultaneously making his teammates better. There's a number of ways we can measure that. There's a number of ways we can measure that. He's making them better, but what's their ceiling? Does he have a real Robin, right? I would make an argument by the way that you also need a bunch of alfreds too. You need the butlers. You need the butlers to do the dirty work. Well, I think <laughs> I we want wonder- to say one I, I want to say one other thing to your your point Dan. Look, uh, revisionist history, we are more informed as voters in 2023 than we've ever been. We have every single metric in front of us. Um I think you go back and you re-vote on a number of years and you would change your vote. Like that's just, we, we have more information. It's to me, it actually is less about storytelling and it's a, it's, it's going back to that basic question. Who is the most valuable player? Jordan should probably have more MVPs. LeBron should
3: have more MVPs. Shaq should have more MVPs. Yeah. But I go back to Russell Westbrook. We got enamored with the triple double. What was he on a sixth place team? Like that doesn't happen. But because we had something convenient of a triple-double, that hasn't happened since Oscar. Oh, my God. And I thought, as much as I love watching Russ, how valuable was he?
6: Well, so I think there's two things to look at there, Dan. Number one, keep in mind, uh, this was right after Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City. And so the Warriors were the best team in basketball for three straight seasons up until when Clay and, and Kevin got hurt. I don't know that you can give an MVP to that team, to someone on that team, given how stacked they were. It, look, I was in the NBA. I, I was competing against them, both with the Clippers and the Philadelphia 76ers trying to win a championship. That was an uphill climb for anyone with Russ win shares per 48. It's a very simple metric, right? It's the, it's the stat that's most closely associated. With MVP. And and Russ measured out very well that year. I think he was top five that year, top three. I know he didn't lead the league. He led the league in in value over replacement player. Like, there's an advanced stat. Like, sometimes these things line up. But if Durant doesn't
3: go, J.J., if he's already with Golden State, like, do we look at Golden State only because Durant left Oklahoma City to go there as opposed to if he had already been on Golden State and been a teammate there? Would we have viewed that differently? Because it feels I, like, oh my God, he jo- joined them and they're already great.
6: Pers- personally, no. Personally, no. I, I I think you go back and you look at the context of the roster that Oklahoma City had. The the they had forty eight wins that forty eight and thirty four. You look at what Russ did from the field. Uh, you know his shot creation that year. He led the league in assist percent. Like he did a number of things besides just the rebounding and the triple double. Like it's such an arbitrary like. Oh, yeah, a measuring stick, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like with Jokic this year. Like, who fucking... Sorry. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Sorry, I'm getting heated. Who cares if he averages You're a triple-double? You're not on your like, podcast. We, we shouldn't... I know. We shouldn't give him a triple-double. We shouldn't give him the MVP if he averages a triple-double, and we shouldn't not give him the MVP if he doesn't average a triple-double. It's, yes, it's, exactly. It, I, Russ was awesome that year. He was a deserving MVP.
3: Uh, I know that it's uh, contractually required by the FDA that I ask you something about the Lakers, right? I, hey I worked at the mothership for 18 years. I know how this yeah. I know how this goes um how threatening are they when healthy?
6: I think they're a real threat in the West to win the, and West. the western the I was just having this conversation before I jumped on your show with someone that works here at ESPN. you could legitimately talk me into seven teams <laughs> that's how that's how crazy the West is and and I think there's teams that are better than other teams. But as you know, Dan, the playoffs a lot of times do come down to matchups. And I I, I think there's six teams I could make a strong argument for that could potentially win the West, depending on how these matchups play out. And I'd put the Lakers as the seventh team that could potentially win the West. When fully healthy, Anthony Davis fully engaged on both ends of the floor. LeBron being LeBron, their roster got significantly better post-All-Star break. They have shooting. They have more depth. Jared Vanderbilt has made a big difference yeah. on the defensive end. They're a more complete team where for all of last season and for the better part of this season going up until the trade deadline, they were not a it was not a competent roster it was not a roster where the pieces fit and now you see how those pieces could fit and obviously we haven't seen a ton of LeBron with that roster post deadline, but I could make an argument that they have a they have a chance to win the west and and to me. Being able to talk about the Lakers in a good way is is a positive thing. I've spent the last two seasons since I retired just absolutely murdering.
3: Okay, what happens when you go into the rundown meeting and you know that it's going to be brought up, like we got to get LeBron in the show or get the Lakers in the show, right? I've accepted (laughs) it. It used to be when I was there, it was about the Red Sox and the Yankees. Or we had to yeah. get Duke, North Carolina into the conversation. So, I, uh, it, uh, who else? Ter- uh, Terrell Owens was all. You know, there were certain yeah. guys, certain teams that uh, Brett Favre you had to get him into the rundown. Every show is like, how do we well, do look,
6: this? Look, look, I, 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 am uh, jumping on first take here in in a few minutes yeah. um, to to talk some NBA. <laughs> but I will tell you, you know, as someone who watches the show when I'm not on, and as someone who comes in twice a week to do the show. Um, I think there. Personally, I think there's some sort of conspiracy going on with Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers because oh. that's all we talk about. Okay, right now. that's I all know. we talk about.
3: I know it's got to
6: get the clicks, man.
3: We got to get the clicks. I know. If I, I have this idea. What if we did a retired guys shooting contest at the All Star game, where mm. you, let's say you and Ray Allen, some of these other guys, Reggie Miller, they got picked. So a current player. And a retired player team up for a three-point shooting contest.
6: Dan, that is one of the greatest ideas I've heard. We need to pitch this. Are you in? We need to. We need to. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't really shoot any. I can't. I can't really play anymore. Uh, I'll, I'm coaching my oldest son, so when I'm in the gym with him and his team, I'll, I'll shoot around a little bit. I would need a few weeks to get my reps right. Ray is the guy. I swear. I swear. I think Ray like he can goes play out now. And Shoots five five
3: hundred shots a day. Still. He could play. Yeah, he could still play yeah. now. And Reggie, yeah. you know, you guys don't have to move around, and or yeah. you could alternate racks. It would be throw, th- throw Larry Bird in there. I mean, come on. <laughs> Who is, even at sixty five, I'm still, I'm sure he still has a burner. So you you that that would be a burner? Is that what you said? Yeah, like a heater, oh, you know, okay. just like a, okay. yeah,
6: he's got a flamethrower, you know.
3: Do, yeah. you, do you have a Larry Bird
6: story? Uh, I personally know. I've, I've, I've met him one time. It was, uh, I think it was my senior year um, okay. at, at Indianapolis Final Four. Uh, Adam Morrison and I co-shared one of the National Player of the Year awards, and him and Oscar were at the ceremony, which was a very cool moment for me. And what about Jordan? Do you have a Jordan story? I I mean I I played against Michael like in pickup when I was in college. We did the uh Santa Bar UC Santa Barbara Jordan camp um played pickup against him. You know, it was it was a blur. I mean, Jordan for anybody that grew up in the 90s w- is is the goat, you know. It's it, he's the guy, he's an icon. He's the guy that made us fall in love with, with love with basketball and made us fall in love with the NBA. Um so yeah, I mean I Jordan's never like talk trash to me about the Duke UNC thing, or it's mostly, it's, really? other UNC, it's other UNC guys. Yeah. It's other UNC guys. I get a text every, I get a text every year, <laughs> every year, like clockwork from Harrison Barnes. How much are we putting on the game tonight? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll let you get, we re- always pay our debts. We always pay our debts. I'll let you get ready for first take. And, uh, you get to talk about Aaron Rodgers and, uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, I- I'll be talking about Joel Embiid. I'm sure. Oh, you All will. Right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Th- hey, thank you, Dan. Good to talk to you again. That's a J.J. Right. Redick, one of our favorites, and, uh, ESPN NBA analyst, joining us on uh, behalf of DraftKings. Bet five dollars to win one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets at DraftKings.com. New customers don't wait. Throw down at least five on any pregame money line for a chance to win one hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. DraftKings.com. Take a break. Play of the days up next, and your phone calls as well. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: Hi, this is Jay Glazer.
7: And you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. But what you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, depression, Anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. in Monopoly Go.
1: It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code Show for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code Show.
2: Oh my oh god. My the play
3: god. of the day.
2: Brother, look like Garlic! We're gonna play it and play it! This is the
3: play of the day check this out. Here's Wood trying to do high low with Doncic. Gets it to him along the baseline. Luca makes the save but double team. Luca's still looking. Gets up on the air. Wraparound. Oh what a find! Hardy for three. You're gotta be kidding me. Oh what a pass by Doncic. What a pass that was. Maybe his best pass of the year. That's courtesy of the Mavs radio network. Jaden Hardy. Four of six from three-point range. Finished with 20. The Mavs and a four game losing streak play of the day play of the day brought to you by the great folks at panini america the official trading cards of the dan patrick show for instant classics autograph cards memorabilia cards rare inserts and more start or continue your collection right now at PaniniAmerica.net. positive paulie today and that doesn't happen very often but all of a sudden paulie goes hey do you know what's happening at white castle i said it doesn't need to have anything happening White Castle, get a suitcase of White Castle. I just had a couple of White Castles a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I went over to somebody's house, oh. and uh, somebody brought up a, a suitcase. It's called a suitcase of White Castles. And I went, oh, my God. You know, they had prepared this great meal, and somebody brought up White Castles as well. And I said, uh, I'm going to eat the White Castles, man. I hadn't had them in a little while, but they are great. Now, all of a sudden, White Castle is coming out with a breakfast menu?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, if you're up really, really late, you go to White Castle for breakfast. Try the new French toast sliders, Dan. It's uh, American cheese, crispy oh. bacon, or sauce. Paulie,
3: this is hurting the brand. I mean, White Castle is meant to have it 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or 1 in the morning or 2 in the morning. What if you're out really, really late? Well, in... if they start serving breakfast at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs>
0: okay. Cinnamon swirl French toast uh. is the bread. White Castle road trip. You know, Marvin's never had a White Castle hamburger.
3: Hmm. I mean, he lived a sheltered life. He's a mama's boy. Never got out. You know,
5: they didn't have any growing up in Connecticut.
3: Yeah. Forgive me. Are you allowed to leave the state? (laughs) Have you left the state of Connecticut a couple times? Okay. I just want to. Did mommy let you go? You know, out of the state. For fast food, <laughs> sure. Okay,
5: I sat with him at a Brooklyn Nets game, so at least oh, one
3: time oh, okay. he's been to New York. I yeah, that. and then Fritzy, Fritzy hasn't had White Castle in a long time. Last time he had it, he visited his brother Ira, in New at Brunswick, New Jersey, and Rutgers. Rutgers. And and uh, how exciting was that? A weekend where you got out of your mom's apartment. I'm sure you had plenty of girls. I
5: thought there was going to be all kinds of girls and partying and not having my mom over my shoulder. Next thing I know, it's two, three in the morning and we're all trying to eat as many white castles as we can and having a flatulence contest. That's what happened.
3: <laughs> so you and your brother and his friends and you're sitting around. and Oh, Brian. Oh, I think he won, man. Oh, I think he won. Man, that is that is wild. That is a wild night with your brother at Rutgers. That's
0: not what I had in mind uh,
5: <laughs> after, you know, commuting to NYU and living at home. It's like, yes, this is Paul. what we're doing. It's
0: relaxing know. when there's no girls anywhere yeah, in the vicinity and no prospect of having yeah, girls.
4: Yeah. You yeah. guys want to get a bunch of White Castle and fart a lot? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we're farting. Yeah, you do that on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: All yeah. night long. Yeah,
3: yeah. Tom in North Carolina. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Dennis. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. Yeah. Um,
7: so uh, I was thinking, Todd needs a little uh, needs to rally. I think April needs to be Todd's month. And you know, it, with that being said, you know, kind of a tribute to Todd, I got a, a numerology and a mock headline. Oh, okay, um, all right. So the number four UConn is playing in the Final Four on four one. And my mock headline is instead of show me the money, Lamar says show me the door.
3: Show, Good me, luck to, uh, show me the door. Okay. Let's see you top that, that's gonna, I'm
5: gonna have to go into the lab and work on that.
3: Yeah. Uh Curtis in Colorado. Hi, Curtis.
0: Hey, how's it going, Dan five four one eighty?
2: Okay.
0: I just wanted to see if Marv, instead of t-shirts wanted to do a foam finger with his hand size on it that way everybody can compare and contrast without him having to slap hands every time
3: okay that's a good idea thank you Great a little idea. a little foam finger there the enterprising young man right yes there. i like that thank you curtis <laughs> marvin you okay with that like little Marvin foam fingers, like we're number one?
5: I'm in, so next year at the Super Bowl, people don't have to, <laughs> yes. hey, Marvin, hey, you want a high five? They're like, hell no, I want no high five from you. You're my least
3: favorite. I just want to see how small your hands are. Have you seen the video of Caitlin Clark measuring her hands with her teammates? Oh, my God. She's got massive hands there. And the uh, final four is all set. So it's Caitlin Clark and Iowa against South Carolina. Uh-oh. Don Staley's done an unbelievable job at South Carolina. You know, with as crazy as March Madness has been this year, the women's portion of March Madness has, you know, stayed in the headlines. And, and, you know, they they kind of created an opening here because we're familiar with these teams. And, you know, Aaliyah Boston is the defending player of the year. Caitlin Clark. I mean, it'd be great if you had Paige Beckers at at Connecticut. But, you know, Don Staley's doing a commercial with Nick Saban. You know, it's it, it's good to see because you're getting these players who are staying at least three years. Yeah, more,
5: and it's helping that they're doing this without uh, Tennessee, Rutgers, oh, yeah. Stanford, UConn. Yeah, yeah. And so now we we were talking about it earlier. We're all making an appointment viewing for Friday night when Iowa play South Carolina.
3: Yeah, that. You know, it's standalone. I love that, that it's going to be a Friday night, and I look forward to it. I, I love watching it. I watched the three-point shooting contest last night on the mothership that they had high school players. Like, they had Peja Stojakovic's son. You know, the the, uh, the boys were doing it, and then the three-point shooting with the girls. I mean, they're, they're great shooters. They are great shooters. Uh, let's see. Lucas in Texas. Hi, Luke. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey Dan, you kind of stole my thunder right before I called in. I, I, I was going to say I think the uh, I think the women's final four is going to be more exciting than uh, than the men's. I'm I'm more excited to watch those games. But um, so if we can't talk about that, help me help me try to solve a, a debate that I'm having with my wife. I'll call it a debate, charitably. Um, and it was kind of at the expense of one of your Danettes. Mm-hmm. Um, she she gets the show. She doesn't watch it as often as I do. But you know, if it's on in the background, she kind of knows what's going on. And in the last week or two i can 't remember someone made a comment, someone teased Marvin about not having a good shot. It might have been you, yeah, uh, and and you know, rightfully so you know hey uh, shooters shooters got to protect their game that 's fine, but uh, I, my, my wife said well what what happened there And, and I said, "Oh, they were teasing Marvin about uh, not being able to shoot well and she uh, she said, "Well, that's not fair." And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Well, with hands that small, it's just un- it's unfair to him." Now she said that that was she was legitimately trying to defend him. Hmm. I think she was trying to roast him. Wh- where do you guys fall on this?
2: Hmm.
3: I think your wife sounds like a nice person. She means well. But Marvin, do you think that we were taking shots at you? I think both
5: both things can be true.
3: Yeah. I mean, you, you got a line drive shot. You don't, I didn't listen to Ray Allen. You'd lack, you lack touch. Um, it goes in far more than I, uh, I thought it would. But I don't know if hand size has anything to do with that. I think it's just your form.
0: I think you're right. Thank you, Marvin. Yes, Paul. We're not anti-small-handed. No. We just, we just have fun with it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, but if Marvin finished second to last to Seaton, then this wouldn't be a big deal. Actually, it's a small deal, and that's the problem. Thank God that it didn't happen that way.
2: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.